Hey friends, welcome to episode 73 of the Badass Midlife Podcast. Today we're going to talk about your past and the impact that it has on everything that you do all day, every day. It's your story. It's nice and rooted in. And as much as we say, let's leave the past in the past, and it's not part of anything of what you are today, Uh, you don't have to live in the past. We have just this need to stay very, very connected to us. And the question is, why? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey friends, welcome to the Badass Midlife Podcast. This is the place where we talk about midlife hangups, what to let go of, what to hang on to, and how to move on and actually do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Hope everyone is doing well today. Beautiful day right here. Just got back from a walk. Oh, feeling pretty solid about my commitment to walking more and walking longer every day. Um, It has been a little bit of a challenge and uh, the morning joint pain and all this stuff that goes on, which by the way, I've been reading a lot more about and I'm realizing that I think a lot of it is um, hormonal and I think that women in general, we just don't have the support Um, to talk about things like if we've gained weight after menopause or during menopause, if we have joint pain, uh, anxiety, depression, like anything that happens, um, we just get told that it's just kind of the way it is when we change um, and have that change of life and suck it up, basically, is what it is. Um, The funny thing is that if there's any other hormone that, you know, becomes deficient in your body, like Um, A thyroid issue, like you would immediately get something to replace that. But I think that the idea of us actually having real physical symptoms because of the loss of estrogen and the drop in those female hormones um, as we age, you know, that that conversation just, you know, doesn't go there because of some old ideas about the safety and viability. So I only bring that up because... I'm thinking about doing a little series on uh, that because I've actually spoken to someone about the possibility of even now, 10 years after surgical menopause was uh, kind of forced on my body, um, if I could explore that idea uh, just to feel better and have a little bit of relief. So I'm thinking about putting together a little series on that, kind of walk you through my journey through that and see if you know, might be able to help. I mean, obviously this is not a medical show. I'm just going to give you my experience, but I did want to just kind of bring it up because um, I've learned so much and I think that everybody should really empower themselves and learn as much as they can about their health, especially as we get older in midlife and things start to happen to our body that we're just like, I know that I'm doing so many things, if not almost everything right, you know, Um, but things are happening that just don't line up with that. And, um, you know, I just don't don't think there's a lot uh, enough, I would say, research on, you know, the, the severe impact of those hormones kind of falling off in midlife. And I think everyone needs to be their own advocate to do research and, you know, call or go or make a telehealth with anybody that you think might be able to open some doors of thought 
and possibly help with some treatment in relieving some of those issues. So thinking about doing that, but just wanted to share because, you know, going on this walk, like in the morning, it's really hard um, anyway to get up and push yourself to work out. Um, but it gets getting increasingly more difficult. Uh, so so it's always something that I have at the top of mind in the morning when I'm like, man, I just really kind of feel like shit. Like, what is happening? I, I'm not this old that I should feel this old. So um, if you guys have any stories about that, if you have uh, tried hormone replacement therapy, even after the fact, decades after they terrified us and told us that uh, it was unsafe, uh, let me know because I'd love to kind of use it or maybe even talk to you about that in the upcoming uh, series I'm thinking about doing on it, kind of just, you know, walking you through my journey. So anyway, not what we're going to talk about today. Today is talking about how how we like to kind of stay stuck in your past. And I, I feel like we don't really like it, but we kind of are cozy with the idea. And I've talked about this on other episodes, but man, we just need to leave the past right back there where it is. You know, we already know that it happened, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the template for everything else that goes on going forward. You know, it's time for us to redirect that energy that we're using to stay stuck and really build something that has nothing to do with where we came from. Imagine if you could just start today with the end goal in mind. So thinking about the future and today instead of the past, and you didn't really limit anything to what has already happened. Now, we have all had things, right, that have shaken us to our core, traumatic things that have happened. And of course, they layer in and they become part of who we are. And it does impact the person that we become. And, you know, there's a lot of really good reasons for us to stay stuck there uh, because it's kind of comfortable. It's familiar. And as bad as it is, we can always resort to going back and talking about it because, again, it's comfortable. It's familiar. It doesn't rock the boat. It kind of keeps everyone else like, oh, yeah, I get it. Um And then there's that part of us that thinks, well, I just kind of, this is kind of where I need to be. I either, I deserve it or it's just the hand I was dealt. And so this is kind of what it's going to be going forward. But you're not broken, right? You don't need to continue to spend endless energy on repairing. um, Oh, shut up there, Siri. Uh, You're not a broken person. You don't need to keep putting this effort into trying to replace or answer for or make excuses for things that are happening now as as to how they relate to something that happened um, in the past. It's just not really necessary. And we do it almost without fail. And I see myself doing it, which is why I always want to talk about it, you know, because we don't need to stay stuck there. And we don't need to make it something that keeps us from living into the things that we're supposed to do. And as much as you think that you might not be, I think that it's possible that we all kind of do it. We have these little default, you know, responses, these auto responders, um, just right in the moment where we think, oh, I I think I want to do this thing. 
But then we're just like, oh, I'm going to go back to this story, this safe outcome that is kind of the thing that's been part of my past consistently, and I'm going to predict what's going to happen. So you know what? Let's just forget it. Because it's just our desire to be safe more than it is to be curious and alive and starting something new. But you can become a future thinker. You don't have to stay stuck in those stories because it doesn't exist only in your mind. And I know people have heard that before, right? It doesn't really exist anymore. It's just in your imagination. But when you become a really future focused person, that allows you to kind of dream, right? And just look ahead and imagine it the future exactly any weird, crazy, gigantic dream way to look at it. And you can do that if you just stay there, stay in today and in the future. So big distinction, right? Like you're not going to pull those past problems, those traumas, those painful incidents, those things that are burned in your brain, the time you were bullied in junior high, the time, you know, somebody that you love just was like, bye, whatever it is, the only way that still exists for you today is if you bring it in and think about it, because really, otherwise, it doesn't really affect what you're doing today. All of your thinking affects you in the moment. But what happened in your past really doesn't affect you. It's your past. It's done. It's over. It only exists in your mind. And that's a big concept. So if you have people in your life that you like to talk about, if it's a therapist, you know, uh, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a sibling, a best friend, whatever, talk about the past to your heart's content. And if you have especially siblings and you want to talk about something and how it impacted you, they don't always know, right? They don't always know what you're talking about because their experience of maybe the exact same vacation is so different because it's their perspective. So that crazy family trip where you remember just being so miserable because everybody was ignoring you and everybody got to do what they wanted to do, but you didn't get to, that's what you made that vacation mean about yourself. It's what you made it mean basically about your life. So your past is over. Imagine that there's a lot of things like that family vacation that just because it seemed that way to you, that doesn't mean that it's the ultimate overarching reality that everybody experienced in that moment during that event. It's how it impacted you. So at that point, then you're really questioning like, it did that really go that way? Like, what did I bring even to that vacation that already made me feel that way about it? When my sister and brother and siblings were like, that didn't even go down like that, right? They were going to see it their way and how it affected them. They might say, oh, all I remember is everybody fussing over you. 
and that we couldn't swim because you were too little or whatever, you know? Like there's just so many sides. And yet we carry it with us like it's our little gospel and we're just like, nope, that's the one. That's my role. Nobody cares. I'm ignored. This is the story of my life. Right in those moments, you are having pain right now that you are creating with your mind of today. But it's not that you're experiencing that pain again from the past. You're experiencing pain today with your mind that is of today. Well, that doesn't make sense, right? Because why would you use your educated, evolved, life experiences galore brain of today to feel pain about something from the past that that was a different time? It's not the same pain. And so you're creating it. You're creating it with whatever is on your mind right now. Because you can't really go through the same pain that you had from the past. Because what happened in those moments, that's over. The only pain that is actually going on right now is the pain you're making now with today's brain. And so I know that even though I've been through some difficult things and everyone has, you have surely some hard, you know, things in life that happen to us, tragic, you know, traumatic events that happen, they happen. Maybe, God forbid, there was abuse, mental or physical or situations that went on, but you're giving them an awful lot of power when they are in your brain of today, making you feel pain today. It's valid that it happened and it's valid that it felt that way at that time, but it happened at a different time. It's not happening today. And for you to bring it to today is stopping you in your tracks and it's defining how you are now because of how you are choosing to think about it. So the way we have those different experiences, the way we allow them into our life today is exactly the key and the reason that we stay stuck. The way that we stay focused and we define those past things. So something I really want to move into now is just saying to yourself, let's be really clear about what we want for our future dream life. Start today. Today is my future dream life. Okay, I'm going to start today. I want to be a future thinker. I want to draw a hard line in the sand. What do I want for my dream life right now? And start with, you know, the simple things, your financial situation. What do you actually want that to be like how much do you want to have in the bank how much do you want your income to be how much savings do you want to have by a certain point uh, if you haven't retired yet by the time that you or your partner retire you know what what does that look like to you what does that stage of life look like financially think about what that is become a future thinker And you're going to start to see that when you do that, you're going to start pulling in these old stories from the past. Well, that's not going to happen because there's no way 
I can get to that point because of this decision I made to take this job right now. And that's a story from the past. You're pulling that in. We're not talking about that. We're talking about right now, are you even capable of having the dream? Are you even capable of putting it out there in a way that then you can start setting goals around it? Or do you just stop because you're pulling in that old story? You're pulling in those old excuses. Let's think about relationships. What kind of relationship do you want to have with your family dynamic, with your partner, siblings? What do you need to do to be the kind of person that you really want to be in your family, in your family role, in your role at work? Like, What kind of person do you really want to be And if you are someone right now that just is so annoyed by just other people in general, (laughs) kind of like I am at times, you know, where it's just like, I feel like I have so much, and here I go with my story, right? I have so much going on outside of work. When I go to work, I need everybody to just do their job and don't bring me any of your shit. But that's not really the person I want to be. I want to be super present at work and super open to people. And it's been a really hard, conscious effort every single day to say I'm going to show up there with a really clean slate and I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be a resource for those people that mean something to me and even those that I barely know just to feel like they can knock on the door or come by my desk and talk. That's the kind of person I want to be. But if I walk through that door and I'm bringing my whole story about, you know, I got something going on with two of my daughters and it's weighing heavy on me. And I so I'm walking in with that whole backpack of stuff and I have this coat of armor around me that's like, don't talk to me. I can't. I can't take another thing. Don't give it to me. That's not who I want to be, but I've shown up there in that way because I've allowed the past, even if the past was yesterday or this morning, to come in. And it's a challenge every single day to say whatever I'm keeping myself from doing, I need to ask myself, is it because I'm pulling something in from yesterday, last week, last year, five years ago, my childhood when I was in kindergarten, whatever it is, ask yourself, am I pulling this story along with me? Do I have this little red wagon I'm pulling behind me with all the shit? And then I expect my day, my future, my dreams, my goals to be super crystal clear? Well, I can't. I can't possibly make those decisions from a clear place because I've got this wagon of stuff you know it doesn't happen that way it's time to just ease the handle down and walk away from that it did what it did it served what it served for you another thing think about your health this is one where this comes up all the time right what kind of body do I need to have how do I need to feel what, what means something to me with my health? Do I need to be strong? Hell yes. Do I want to be able to keep up with my young coworkers? Kinda, I do. And what is it that would need to happen for that to happen to me? Well, 
I know exactly, right? But, but there's always these excuses that come in. I tried this type of program 10 years ago and it didn't work. It was expensive. I couldn't work it in. It made me tired. It made me sore. Whatever. Start today and say none of, none of any of that that happened before is going to impact the answer to the question, what do I want my health to be like today? And then what do I need to do to get there? And don't, don't look back at that wagon. Don't, because of course there's a million reasons in there. When I think about how much I hate the way that I'm feeling right now and that I don't recognize my body, I can talk about the hysterectomy I never should have probably had 10 years ago. And I can hang on to that for dear life because you know what? It does answer probably all of the reasons. And my new like funny thing at work is I just always now want to say, okay, and because, yeah, there's always an excuse. And it's not, I'm saying, oh, you're making it. There's always a reason. There's always something that you can point to that say, oh, this is how it is. Yeah, ever since that, man, I just can't. I get it. But that's, again, why I'm saying at this point for myself, I got to be an advocate. I got to be like, if that's really true, and if that's really keeping me here, then I've got to find the right person that understands exactly what I'm saying so that I can move from this point to the healthy person I want to be. But I just can't keep holding on to that story because it keeps me right where I am and then keeps me kind of bummed, right? It keeps me not feeling good. So just because I have a reason, there's a lot of people that walk around in poor health and they actually have a really solid reason. Mine's a reason. I have a reason that I gained, you know, 45 pounds. I have a reason for sure. Other people have reasons that, you know, things happened to impact their health. But what you don't have is a reason to stay stuck there. I mean, you could. But then what? Then it just leads to stuckness and kind of being like a person that doesn't have any kind of vision of what they actually want their life to be next. Think about your lifestyle too. What kind of lifestyle do you want to have? What kind of home do you actually want to live in? Is it the one you live in now? God bless if it is. Did, did you always imagine yourself like living on a farm? Do you want to move out of this type of home into this one? What about how you dress? Did you ever imagine yourself dressing the way you dress now? Or do you always think like, look at that. Like she really has her shit together. I like the way she dresses. I want to dress like that. But I can't because of these thighs that happened ever since my hysterectomy. Right? And we just say it. And so, uh, yeah, is that a reason? Hell yeah, it's a reason. But now what? Okay, and so what? Are we going to look at how we can zhuzh up the style because of how things are different for us while we're also trying to fix ourselves physically? Like, yes, that's what we need to do. But we can't just stay stuck in the person, the style, the home, the relationship, the, the body. In, we can't just stay stuck in those things because of the things that have happened in the past. 
So if you have something, let's just give one example. I want to be strong and fit so I can run a 5K in two years, right? Well, here's my current reality that I've kind of brought some forward. Well, I'm afraid of getting hurt because I have like these weird ass weak joints right now because of, I think, hormones. I don't feel like the, going to the gym because everyone there is a lot more in shape and it just makes me feel like shit. And ever since I stopped running 10 years ago, I've never really been the same. Right? So those are all the things that we say. But that's all stuff that we're basically bringing along based on something that is true from our past. So you work through the future plan, if that's really what you want to do. What are the obstacles? All right? I'm afraid of getting hurt because my joints and all this stuff, right? Well, one thing you could do is just work up to something slowly. I know that you're afraid that you might make something worse, but that's never really happened. Joint pain's joint pain. It's not necessarily gonna, you're not gonna hurt anything, but you just need to work up to something slowly. Maybe set an appointment with somebody that's a professional, personal trainer that can help you say like, here's what you need to do to ease into that so you don't make your joint pain worse, but you can actually improve it. And then by this date, you should be able to make that 5K. You should be able to do that. Maybe whatever the other excuse is about uh, people already look great in the gym, which is, man, that's so annoying. It's so hard to go to the gym when the people there already all look great. And you, you don't know, maybe they didn't look great last year. But there they go now, and it just feels like they're just looking at you. But really, if you, if you take some action... You say, okay, well, I'm just not the person then that doesn't inspire me because it doesn't for me either. Then talk to somebody and say, what can I do at home or on my own outside walking slash working up to running that'll get me to a place where by the time I come back here in three months, I'm going to feel better about all of this going on around me. There are ways around it. You just don't have to stay stuck there. Your successful past will block your visions of the future. So it's a quote by Joel Barker. And I just think it's really interesting because even whether it's something is really, really good or really, really not good, it's going to keep you stuck. It's going to keep you stuck there. Because sometimes we all we have the opposite problem. Oh, this worked really well for me 10 years ago, so I'm just going to keep doing that. Well, that doesn't keep you dreaming or looking to improve anything because you've got something that worked, and so you're like, well, that worked. But I want to challenge you not to bring any of it forward, good or bad. Like, really live in today. Understand who you are today, the wisdom from that, the good and the bad, and really how you can make it a great tool to challenge yourself to be like, I'm not going to look back at that no matter what. It, it was a thing and whether it worked or didn't work. I really want to just say, here are my goals for the future. Here's what I want it to look like. And I don't want to have a story to resort to, good or bad. I don't want to look back. And so 
just thinking on the few, you know, sample question tips, like what's the first thing I need to do? What are the resources that I need to start? What three things can I do this month? Who can I get to support me through this? All those questions. Those are your action plans. Those questions are what you need to do to actually move off of the having one hand on your wagon of stuff and having your eyes pointed in the other direction. What's the first thing I need to do? What are the resources that I need to start? Who do I need to talk to? Who can I call? Who can I make a consultation appointment with? What three things can you do this month to make that happen? And don't look backwards. Don't be like, no, I can't because I got I got too much. There's a lot of free stuff out there, friend. A lot of free things, a lot of free consultations. You can always walk. You can always go to uh, you know, a trial of something and just see. Don't stay attached. And who, finally, who can I get to support me through this? Get a buddy system going. You have the vision at this point, right? And then these four things are kind of like the action plan for you. And so put your blinders on and look ahead and get busy. Just get busy. Because working from the past and thinking about always what you have had happen, what you need to fix, who to blame, how you got here, it is such a waste of time. You get to choose the perfect what's next for you. Starting today, right now, from this point. Come on now, because you're the driver and you got your hot little hands on the wheel. So come on, friend. Let's do it. That's all I have for you today. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Hey, friends, if you enjoy the Badass Midlife Podcast, please do me a solid and subscribe so you get all of the new episodes right when they come out, and leave me a five-star review and a comment. I'd love to hear from you. 